thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. podcast yes uh you are brad yes i got a squeaky chair mm-hmm. it's all right it, it uh it's ambiance and that's right asmr <laughs> yes can you imagine that like being what gets you off a squeaky chair or maybe it takes you back to like your dad rocking back in his mm-hmm. his rocker or his lazy boy his mm-hmm. barca lounger yeah and and that does it for you. <laughs> Good old dad. Oh, dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, we are uh, Brad and Andrew. Yeah, we are, <laughs> and we're back, <laughs> and we're we're trying to figure out what turns you on. Yes. Uh. <laughs> what kind of noises? Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, feeling a little bit better this week, yes. and hopefully you guys stuck with us through last week, and, uh, yeah, so, um, well, let's get right into it. Yes, yes, What yes, you yes. drinking? Uh, I am having a strange beer called Blue and Bean, 
It's a blueberry coffee sour. Ooh, what? Yes. Those three things don't belong together. <laughs> it's a collaboration between Coronado Brewing Company, um, which I believe is Chicago-based. Um, Urban South Brewery, which just turned three and released a ton of beers. So I'm going to be reviewing them throughout the next couple weeks. And Hey Cafe, which is a local coffee roaster. Okay. Not too far from me. Not the local coffee shop, but not far from it. Uh, it's strange. It's uh, better than any, it has any right to be. Um, all of the, the three flavors are all fully on display. Um, first thing that hits you is that coffee flavor. And it gives way to a blueberry fa- flavor. And then it finishes with, with a tartness. Um, it's... I, I said it kind of just off offhand while we were uh, getting ready to record, but I think this is the weirdest beer I've had. Yeah. Um, but it's not bad. In fact, I gave it a 3.75. Okay. Um, and uh, it's not too tart to the point where... Because I think some places are doing what breweries have been doing with hops for a while, and just let's see how hoppy we can make it. Mm-hmm. Some places are just, uh, which I'm okay with that. Excuse me, okay with the palate wrecker every now and again, um, but tartness, I don't, I'm, I'm not impressed by how tart you can make your beer. Like mm-hmm. just a nice sour flavor. This one, this one works. Um, but yeah, the fact that they're all kind of like in stages, every sip is it's strange. It's very weird. So you get all those, you get all of it, like yeah. every every bit of it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's hmm. it's an interesting beer. Very, I don't know. And nice to have a uh, like community grown mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. of thing. Working with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Uh, like I said, drink like uh, re-drinkable, like two or three beers, or yeah, I could I could see having two of these for sure. It's not none of it is too strong that I won't like that I don't. It's not full on novelty beer. It's a novel concept. Nice. But still pretty approachable for all the flavors that are going on there. Um, hmm. But yeah, like I said, they just had their three-year anniversary. Uh, and so uh, they released various four and six packs of all these new beers that they had coming down the pipeline. And uh, we picked them all up. So got quite a few things to talk about. And uh, this, is, this is just the jumping off point. Very good. So, it's good stuff. Very good. Uh, speaking of something that starts out good and it ends badly, um, I'm drinking a four, uh, from Sweetwater, uh, the four, 420 strain G13 IPA. Mm. And this, um, 6% ABV 48 IBU. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I don't know. Like, it's weird because it's one of those beer. Like, you open it up and it smells like you're opening up your little baggie. Mm-hmm. 
It, nice. Like it's very dank. <clears throat> it smells like weed. Tastes like weed almost. Um, it start. It's a New England, so it starts out really brisk, or yeah, I guess brisk. Mm-hmm. Um, really fresh, a very clean taste to it. But it finishes badly. Do you know? Uh, it mm. almost finishes like a. Um, and maybe I just got an old bottle, but it it finishes like a Heineken. Ugh. It's got that skunk taste to the back end of it, which I, which is disappointing because the first time I the first couple of sips I had was good, and then I started getting this like kind of weird taste in my mouth. And I took another sip, and I started to like combine the two tastes, and it it's like all combined. So I don't know maybe if the beer skunked a little bit or if it's designed. I you know I don't know what mm-hmm. what the deal is. Um, but like uh, it's it's trending pretty good. I mean it's trending the three points. Uh, seven eight. Um, I gave it a three, which is a pretty low score for me because I I would drink it again mm-hmm. because of that fur that initial uh, fresh crisp taste at the front end as like a most New England's. It's it's not quite right. as cloudy as a New England is, you know, uh, but it but the zest of a New England, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the way it finishes, it finishes like a a, a warm lager, you know, with that kind of. It's real upsetting. Yeah. So I maybe I just got a bad beer. Um, I got it from a place that isn't really known for its like it has a beer dis- selection, but I, I can't imagine it gets picked through that off often. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, maybe it just sat there for a while, and it, it was, it's one of those uh, exposed coolers. Uh, so yeah. it may have just – but it's it's in a real dark bottle, so, like, it's hard to – I don't know. It's hard to say. But, yeah, I was disappointed. Disappointed. Mm. Uh, uh, that sucks. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but, like, as far as going for the – uh-oh. Did I lose you? No. I am okay. Here. Um, as far as going for the you know the the whole weed thing, mm-hmm. I mean it it is there it, in spades. It's it's got that whole. Uh, I mean, I bet you if my wife walked down here right now, she'd <laughs> think I was I hit it a couple times. So, um, not hit it, but mm-hmm. hit hit it. Hold it now. <laughs> hit it. Yo, Leroy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so a little disappointed. I'm not a big fan of Sweetwater. There's a couple of things I like from them, but like, it's one of those beers, and I think we've talked about with Abita and talked about with Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. It always has a taste. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's just the water they use or their their hop, their like their their base hop. You know, like or their whatever they use as their base for their all their beers. Um, yeah, it just has a. There's something that kind of turns me off on it. So it's it's weird because like those bigger, so like the bigger name companies like a Sweetwater, mm-hmm. or like uh, the Sam Adams like uh, their offshoot brands, or even like the Goose Island stuff. Um, those those national micro brews yeah tend to um 
they tend to they they try they don't they don't stray a whole lot from their base they 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 find something that is popular and then they tweak it a little bit here and there you know what i mean yeah absolutely um i mean i think stone stone does it well because like most of their stuff is what it is uh, yeah, you know, and it's it, it's variations on a theme, but they also do some crazy stuff. And like Dogfish Head, of course, is one of the bigger mac- micros mm-hmm. that um, that do go crazy. Like they're they uh, they're not a whole, real worried about losing anybody as long as they still have their you know sixty and nineties. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I think I don't know. It's weird. I don't I don't know what the marketing is on those, but. It feels like they're like you know you get sweet water anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think just on the east coast for the most part. Um, oh, right. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Um, you know who loves it is uh, J.K. is all about it. Um, but I honestly. Uh, I don't know. It, it just never, um, never really did it for me. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I've had a hop hash mm-hmm. sitting up here, in, like breaking in case of emergency type thing, like where I don't get out. To, like, like we decided we were going to record today, right? Yeah. And I had I didn't have a beer, but I decided to run and grab one real quick. But it, like one of those days where, uh, and I just can't. I can't bring myself to break it, open. drink it, and review it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's been sitting up here for probably four months. I bet, just sitting there looking at me. But. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I'm with you. It's just not. Uh, doesn't do it for me. Yep. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Yes. Um, how's things going at the, I, I want to talk to you about, uh, things at the brewery, how things are going. What are you guys doing? Anything cool or crazy? No, no. Okay. (laughs) Next, next item. I, every other beer I pour is a strawberry lager. Yeah. So they're, they are killing it with that. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but it, it really is like the runaway favorite right now. Do you see as seasons change? Do, t- t- do tastes change? Uh, a little bit. Um, I I mean, because we often talking about like, you know, I'm gonna, just, you know, in the winter time we're gonna drink a little bit more stouts. Sure. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, it's what's more popular. But I'm wondering if if like on on a like a whole the population, because you've been working there. You started there last summer, right? Last April, yeah. So it's yeah. been okay, a year so you're now. There. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. It's been uh, it's been interesting because I think what I hear more of now is I hear more people talking about how we don't have a lot of dark beers on tap right now. Then I did hear people asking for dark beers in the winter time. Okay. So, and it could just be they were there, so you know they saw stout or they saw. Um, uh, well, we have our brown ale all the time, um, 
but they just saw what they wanted and went for it. And then now, I don't know if they're just because we never really had a lot of stouts, and and right now we have two stouts and one brown ale on tap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe people now are just getting in. They get in the, these like habits of saying things almost. I think. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't see a lot of dark beers right now. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not that time of year. Yeah. So. Come back in November. But yeah, our our fruit beers always do really well for a couple of reasons, is we always keep them pretty light. um, And we always use real fruit. So no syrups, no... um, no no artificial uh strawberry flavor or grapefruit flavor um so it's never like it's never overpowering and it's never like oh this has a sugary taste to it it's more of a a complementary flavor right so Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, no, that you're all right. Fast. And I always, <laughs> it happens. And I always try and I, I try and tell people that when they're in too, um, because I do think that uh, I have I have had people say like we had a cucumber saison last summer and it was awesome. Like especially when it was hot out, it was yeah. like it was perfect. Um, and people were always like, oh, I don't know, like is it really cucumbery and no, not not at all. It just, I mean, we we used a lot of cucumbers making it, but you know, it's it's all natural. Cucumber is not the most like flavorful a lot of cucumbers thing. Cucumbers died to yeah. bring you this beer. Yeah. So if you don't appreciate it, you're horrible. But yeah, the um, you know, it's never never too uh, never too overpowering or too sweet and. Um, the grapefruit one's a layup. I, you know, people have been doing grapefruit IPAs for a while now, uh, and uh, that one's really nice. But it really, it's either what are your, what light beers do you have, or I'll have a strawberry. Right. Yeah. So I was uh, I on a text chain with uh, or not a chain, I guess, just a back and forth with Devin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's uh, preparing for my trip out there in the in the summer. He's uh, beginning his uh, home brewing to make me make a couple of beers for my arrival, I suppose. Nice. I'm sure more for him, but also from, you know, to, to welcome me. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, asked what I what I'd want. He's he's right. He was thinking of uh, like a black IPA, a dry hop IPA. And a oatmeal oatmeal stout, and I I responded pretty much exactly what I would have asked for. Yeah, you know, it, it had had he not uh, suggested it. So um, I'm anxious to see. But he he was telling me a little bit about how um trying to get the IBUs up in like home brewing mm-hmm. brewing, and I guess it's it's hard to get them real high. Um, because any, even he said like he last couple times he's done it. Like he's, he did like the calculations called for like 110 IBU beer for Mm -hmm. the amount of stuff he put in. 
um, but ended up tasting like a 50 IBU. Um, and he was, uh, he was wondering maybe if some of the other, like the breweries that do have that like real high IBU content, like maybe do some preservatives or something that make it, that keep that, you know, that very um, high hoppy taste. So I thought that was interesting because I, 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 I kind of um, got it because it, like most of the home brewing competitions I've gone to, mm-hmm. like they're it's never like a super hoppy beer. It's always like some kind of gimmicky beer or a lager or you know something that's that's never it's never like a hop slam or anything you know like that where it's super crazy hop. So maybe there is something to that. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Because uh, now I'm thinking about it too. It's it's every time I'm there at like a home brewing thing, it seems like it is a lot of like bold flavored stuff, yeah. um, but not necessarily super hoppy things. So yeah, that makes it's, sense. It, yeah, so I we'll have to get the bottom of that. Maybe the um, mm-hmm. you know all these micro brews are <clears throat> starting or putting too many preservatives in there. Hmm. So. Uh-oh. Is beer not good for you? Hmm. Makes you think. <laughs> but it doesn't sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it actually helps with that quite a bit. Uh, one of my favorite quotes from Homer. Yeah. Uh, the cause of. The, and- the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always count on Homer. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. There's the beer for this week. Unless you got anything else, I. I'm pretty much um. Plain Jane this week. Not a whole lot other. Yeah. No. Same. I wish I had more for you. Um. With uh, your brewery inquiries, but. Um. I don't know of anything uh, exceptionally exciting coming down the pipeline. Um. And right now we're just really full. All the way in on uh, on light beers. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, but we did watch a couple movies. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, I got a chance to watch both of them. So uh, how about how about I do? Don't worry, and then we'll uh, then we'll finish up with yours. That way uh, we can. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so you assign me, don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, stream on Amazon right now. It is last year's uh, Gus Van Sant joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we talked about a little bit last week. We were kind of wondering where Gus Van Sant has gone. Uh, but this stars Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Jonah Hill, Rooney, Rooney Mara, and Jack Black. Um. So the cast like that, you think, yeah, it's good. Um, this is uh, this movie is totally different than what I thought it was. Mm. Uh, I watch what's that movie that I watched here a little bit ago? Um, you were never really here. Um, not the documentary Walking yeah. Phoenix did, but the like the vigilante guy mm-hmm. one that he did. You know, probably two years ago 
or maybe even a year ago. Um, this was, I thought maybe it was something to that effect, but no, this is uh, actually a true story um, about the artist, the uh, cartoonist, um, John Callahan, mm-hmm. uh, who, who was uh, paralyzed in a car accident from the waist down. He was he techn- technically a quadriplegic because uh, when you when you have limited use of appendages, that's considered. Uh, uh, then you go from like say you lose the use of your legs mm-hmm. and limited use of your hands, then it's considered uh, quadriplegic. Yeah. Um, so he becomes a quadriplegic and, but he's able to do some like crude drawings, I guess. Um, but they're simplistic, but, uh, pretty, he's like the, um, really edgy Gary Larson. Okay. (laughs) Uh, and you, you've, if you've read any penthouse, you've probably read, seen some of his stuff. Um, but, uh, the, the, the title, don't worry, he won't get far on foot is, based the title is based on a cartoon he had drawn which mm-hmm. is a uh it's just a you know yeah, wherever they got that. so anyways uh, this is told in like uh flashbacks and you you have a hard time of figuring out what's really going on until about maybe a third of the way through the movie that he is um there's like probably four different timelines that we're dealing with um uh but it's really in really what this movie is about this is like uh this is a not a love letter but this is like saying how well the aa program works Mm, and it's 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 a not a love letter but like a an endorsement of it I don't. I don't know how to explain. It. It's. It's a. Can you still hear me? Yes. Hope yeah. you can. I'm. I'm here. I'm gonna trust that you can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it it basically goes through all the steps, not in a linear fashion, not like one through twelve, but like a back and forth and in, in explaining why each of these steps work, and it. Um, so like. It it tells different little stories within the story, you know. This step is why you do this. This mm-hmm. step is why you do this, and it um, it's pretty heartfelt. I don't know that I'd like Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. There's something I I get it. I, he's I like him. I think he's a good. Act. I don't like him. I think he's a good actor, mm-hmm. but there's something about him that just is like he always seems like he has this. Um, this and maybe this isn't right because I now I think about it, but he has this kind of smirk on his face <laughs> that I don't like, but that's wrong to say, obviously. Um, uh, but like, there's like he's always he's always on like has an inside joke or he's always smiling at you mm-hmm. watching his films. I don't know, maybe just because of, I don't know his whole meltdown not meltdown thing and all that stuff yeah his terrible great brilliant not brilliant at all uh plan yes yeah um but 
but he he does it well in this movie and like uh, i it is a, a pardon upon a sobering look at it there's some uh, i mean it 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 really um it, it explains or it really exposes like what people go through sometimes to get their drinks or what they they what they try to hide um because of alcoholism and stuff and mm. like i i i don't think i'm an alcoholic but i have i drink more than i should for sure um and it makes you makes you think like think well maybe i should cut back a little bit you know or you yeah. know how do i but like i've never gotten to the point where you know he gets at points so it's 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 a it's it it's one of those movies that makes you think and it it was it was a it felt real it felt honest uh you know i didn't see there wasn't anything real gus van sani about this but i don't think gus van sant has a has a particular style about him anyways you know yeah not necessarily um so uh it was it was shot well directed well it felt like um jonah hill's really good in this really good in this um at first i hated him but by the end i really loved him uh rooney mara is kind of in this she's not really but i always like um i like to see you know her act because she always knocks it up or she commits um and who's the other person oh jack black he's barely in it so Mm -hmm. uh occasionally but i always love him so um i overall I, I gave it a seven uh i would actually recommend this for most people i i'd say for you i could see you liking it or i could see you not liking it. it's one of those movies i i'm not sure exactly what it is i sure. enjoyed it for what it was i like it was it was three or a third in of the way, or maybe even halfway through the movie, then I started to realize what this was. This is a movie um, telling this guy's story, but it was more of telling, like, thank you, AA, for for getting me out of this because it was what it, it was the program, it was the steps that that saved them. You know, it mm -hmm. was um, that belief in a higher power. And they don't like it's not that thing where it's like, oh, God is the person, but it's it's. Um, it's actually the program that is the higher power and the people that are in the program that, that, that pull you out. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. All right. Um, and that is streaming on Amazon prime right now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. From 2000. Oh, from last year. Yeah. I knew it was newer, but yeah. Now I remember the conversation we were having about Gus Van Sant last week. Anyways, yep. nice, nice. All right. Um, I would like to try and check it out, but I, I totally know what you mean about Joaquin Phoenix. Like, I never was crazy about him because his big role that I, everyone kind of points to, I couldn't stand him in, in Gladiator. Like, I found him to be, like, so whiny. And yep. I understand, you know, that was the character or a character choice, but it still turned me off. Um Right or wrong. Wasn't crazy about him in that. And then yeah. that's kind of always how I've looked at him is this kind of like meek, two-faced kind of 
I think it's the eyebrows. Maybe. Yeah, he looks he looks duplicitous. He looks shady. Yeah, he doesn't look trustworthy. That's put that out there. Yeah, but he does knock. He does really well in this movie. So mm-hmm. it just makes me worry about uh, the Joker sometimes. So, but anyways, I hopefully it's I am uh, so curious about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jonah Hill crushed it. Nice. So. Uh well down the road mm-hmm. to <laughs> as it were mm-hmm. uh down the road to the highwayman from this year a uh, Netflix exclusive original or some <laughs> I don't even know if we're trying to figure it out anymore I'm not trying to yeah. figure it out I just think about uh, it, it every time it comes it's, up instead of saying it's from that I mean we don't say it's from Paramount or from TriStar yeah, yeah that's like true that. that's true you know, so it, this is pretty much the next uh, production company, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah, whatever. Right. Well, not even production company, the the distributing company, I guess, Universal and all that stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, because I I think that they're just buying films that are already finished. They're not really funding. Well, they're funding certain ones, right? They're they're getting behind. Yeah. Certain, yeah. Certain certain properties and certain directors and certain you know. DreamWorks is always going to be Spielberg, you know, but that that's his kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I yeah, more than saying it's it's a Netflix original, it kind of is, but it's more the production company, a Netflix exclusive, a Netflix distributed, a Netflix yes. movie, mm-hmm. um, The Highwayman, uh, starring Kevin Costner and uh, Woody Harrelson. And uh, I got to say, you uh, you and Woody Harrelson got some, uh, you could be a younger him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, know, I, I don't know what it is, but. Stick that bottom lip, that jaw out. Yeah. Yeah. If you had, um, if you, if you put a draw oh, on. Yes. Yeah. Um, Always. Oh, he is from Texas. Oh, he's from Midland. Mm-mm. Booby Miles Mm-mm. doesn't like that. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So it's the story. It's the uh, tale as old as time about two uh, two retired uh, Texas Rangers going out to hunt uh, Bonnie and Clyde. And uh, if everyone has seen this movie in one form or another, uh, yeah. And yeah. anytime you've seen uh, any movie that involves a character coming out of retirement, uh, a grizzled veteran, um, estranged partners. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Just uh, everything about, um, everything about this movie is, um, I guess either cliches or archetypes, but like, you know, the, the Kevin Costner coming out of retirement, does he still have it? And they show, uh, 
the um the scene where the kids are throwing the bottles in the air and he's shooting at them. And like, oh, maybe he doesn't have it anymore. He's chasing the kid. Maybe he doesn't have it anymore. And then, you know, late in act two, him and uh, his partner back together, outsmart the kid he was chasing earlier. Oh, wait, hold on. These guys might still have it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. This felt like a really drawn-out, paint-by-numbers story that I feel like I've seen before. Yeah. I mean, all for me, all you said, everything you said is absolutely, absolutely mm-hmm. true. Um, but for me, it worked despite it. See, I think this is a great Kevin Costner movie because I yeah. don't like Kevin Costner. A terrible Woody Harrelson movie because I really like Woody Harrelson. Well, see, I thought he was, with those two, like, like Kevin Costner needed Woody Harrelson to mm-hmm. be, like, because I, 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 I was, well... I was fine with both of them. Um, yeah. And, and you, everything is, yes, very, it's very cliched. Yeah. Uh, but what I thought was really neat is like, okay, so and they kind of hit you over the head with it, but mm. they are trying to tell, like, as much as things feel like this is the new time, it's also like, everything has been done before so like in in other words like the people idolizing bonnie and clyde it's mm-hmm. just like us idolizing the kardashians or something like that and like the old people saying what's going on with this new generation yeah. and it, they even came out and said it in words and and so they're trying to say that thing like everything you know everything news has been done before or every you know it, it's come come what it always comes around to the same yeah yeah no, I, I understand that. And them they, with Bonnie and Clyde kind of being folk heroes. And I thought there was a good moment where they, you know, they're talking to the people about like, oh, the, you know, the banks, they rob the banks and the banks rob me every day. You know, just kind of like hell or high water. We're talking about like, are are these really bad guys? And um, Kevin Costner's character was like, yeah, they, they shot a patrolman in cold blood. So there, there's your heroes. Yeah. Um. I. I. I mean. And we do like we the, do romanticize. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the folk legends. Yeah. Absolutely. And we do it. We do it here all the time. Yeah. We love well, the bad guys. The good bad guys. Or you mm-hmm. know the the great villains and stuff. And you know, you know, in real life, you know, the villains like Bonnie and Clyde wouldn't be any different than a mass shooter to today. Mm-hmm. Really wouldn't be. You know, they just. You know. If 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 we had the media exposure and stuff, and we actually got to see the pictures on the TV of what they did, mm-hmm. you know, it would be it wouldn't be different. You know, they just were able to get further away, and they were like they claimed some noble cause, but they weren't noble. Mm-hmm. They were just you know outlaw pieces of shit. Yeah. Um. um I just I I I like. And and what and I I see exactly what you're saying because I don't think this is like this groundbreaking movie or whatever. I like what it said more than what it was. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm already appreciating it more just based on just for the conversation that it's spurred between us. But uh, yeah, I I just definitely like this felt like a TV movie. Um, 
And it wasn't much more than that. I no, yeah. totally agree. Because Kathy Bates was kind of uh, just a um, just a caricature yeah. for sure. Um, but I it 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 worked for me in spite of all those things. And I whether I I don't know that I recommend it, but I, I like the fact that like behind all these like when we always hear the romantic tales, and I'm gonna say it again of mm-hmm. these bad guys but we don't see about the people who took him down now obviously they took liberties with this guy and stuff but it uh these were true real people you know so like these guys yeah, are the people that brought him down you know uh and i i, I kind of like that uh, you know i like the end there where they they showed the pictures of the actual guys mm-hmm. you know and you know kind of gave the backstory you know what happened to them afterwards and stuff and that that always is uh kind of a cool thing to see um and who knows how much of it is true you know you don't know right. what all, all the the conversation and stuff they had on the road it's not like they would have told a you know you know gone to the media well they pretty much addressed that they wouldn't have gone to the media anyways and mm-hmm. and made a tale of it but um yeah i don't know for me it 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 worked. I, I I enjoyed watching it. That's that's I guess what I'm saying. And I, yeah. I was picking out the flaws in it the whole time, but I was I was willing to forgive it for some reason. All right. Hey, that's that that's uh that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Um but yeah, I just I I don't know. I agree with with you with what they have to say or what what it says about the idolizing villains and outlaws um but yeah yeah i don't know this this just was uh kind of you know when when it finally reaches the climax there's still 15 more minutes of movie and i was like what is going on here yeah it, it just it, it was um i don't know it, it not difficult to get through is not the right word, but just I, I guess underwhelming is how I would describe it as yeah. a, just a a uh, um what do what do they call it? What is the um what's that website that we were playing around with for a little bit? The uh, uh, TV tropes. tropes. Yeah, it was just it was it was just a bunch of tropes of different you know. The uh, grizzled vets, guys coming out of retirement, it's just, I don't know. It went on for way too long, I feel like. And um, I do think, like like Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner, they did everything that the script asked them to do, but I, I don't know. I just, I like Woody Harrelson a lot. I feel like he could have done something better with his time. But I don't know. Maybe got. Maybe it was edited weird. Maybe he got paid, paid, paid. Who knows? Did he, you're right though when it said you said about it feeling a little bit like a, a TV movie. There were just mm-hmm. some weird. I don't know shots like that opening scene where she's like firing into the woods. Yeah, with the Tommy gun. That felt like um, you know something you'd see on. The, you know, uh, CBS show or something. You right. Know, just, it's like we're gonna we're gonna put guns in the show, but we can't we can't show anyone getting shot. Yeah. So look, there's a gun. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it was just the op- the cold open was kind of weird. Um, but. yeah, it, yeah, it it lacked a lot of flair as far as yeah. the directing goes. Um, yeah, it was a, it was which flat. Is, it was not a dynamic movie at all. Yeah, um, looking at the director John Lee or yeah John Lee Hancock, he was um, he's he did the founder, which I think we both liked. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks, which I haven't seen. Uh, the Blind, uh, the Alamo, the Rookie. A lot of those in that. <laughs> the Highwayman, the Founder, the Blind Side, the Alamo, the Rookie. Mm. So, <clears throat> but anyways, uh, yeah, not real dynamic uh, director, I don't think. No, no, definitely not a lot of. Like you said, no, no real flair or no real like style to speak of. I guess it's like, oh, that's a, a, a John Lee Hancock tracking shot. That's that's him. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Even when he doesn't get the in the front, <laughs> Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, S- snuck <laughs> it in there. Writing, writing credit. Midnight in the garden. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, yeah. So I I don't recommend this one. Um, I uh, I don't know. It's not like offensively bad or anything. I no. don't want to give you no. that idea. Obviously, I would. I I would say watch it if you're interested in history, like if you want to hear the other side of the story. Because mm-hmm. it does tell that story. If yeah. anything, yeah. it does tell that story. And it just the way you tell it, if you can get through it, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, from there, why don't we see what we're watching next week? Yeah. All right. I've got for you... Um, one that you mentioned, uh, our dear friend Anderson, friend of the show. Um, mm-hmm. Some would say best friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he uh, He's a fan of a Noah Baumbach movie. I really only listen to uh, The After Disaster. I know he does a, a few uh, movie podcasts, but I really only have time for one in my life. Uh, and, that's, and that's this one. Um, but Squid and the Whale is one that comes up a lot from 2005. Uh, that you said is is on your list, so uh, yeah, knock it out. I shall. Um, I've heard mixed reviews. It's heard some people hate it, mm. and obviously Anderson loves it. So from Noah Baumbach, and I think I trust him, but sometimes it's yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, as yeah. far as like notable stuff he's directed or maybe not he hasn't directed a ton of stuff but like i i really like francis ha um the Meyerowitz stories um it definitely had its moments for me but i think overall i wasn't too crazy about it um but uh yeah i mean he's he's got a couple movies in there that are uh uh, oh, while we're young, that's the one I was thinking yeah. of. I really yeah. liked that one. Yeah, that was uh, a fun one. I think we both mm-hmm. liked. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. With uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller and Adam yep. Driver and Naomi Watts. Right. Yep. 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 All right. Uh, well, for you, uh, I think I I was I'm interested in this as well. Another Netflix original. Yes. Production joint. Um, <laughs> uh, just came out here. I guess this week. Yeah. I got a uh, large forward. It's called The Silence, starring your friend and mine, Mister. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Tooch. The Tooch. Stanley Tucci. So and uh, Don Draper's daughter. I don't know. Uh, it's been a while. I never finished Mad Men. Uh, I yeah, I got to. I didn't watch the last season. Like, well, you know how they were breaking them up into like right. half seasons. Kinda yeah, like they're pulling the, H- the HBO. Yeah, card. And I watched like two two of the last season, the first two episodes, and then my wife and I were watching it, and all of a sudden we just kind of fell off and never got back on it. There's some great parts in that, mm-hmm. and then. Just kind of, uh, then it got like it would go dry for a while. Yeah, you know, where where Dawn was acting nice, we don't want that. Yeah, no, no. I think I watched the first three, and I I didn't. I wasn't like, all right, I'm done with this. I think I like rented the first three, and the fourth one wasn't out yet, and then it just fell to the wayside. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, isn't he planning on doing something else that Matthew Weiner or Weiner? Uh, isn't he like set to do something else? Like, let me take a look. I'm on IMDb right now. Um, uh, the Romanoffs. I think that's a. Is that the uh, Prime original? Yes. Anthology stories. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I liked his style. Anyways, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll. Mad Men's not really anywhere though, right now. No, like, uh, it's almost like the show's off the air. It's weird. Uh, no, like I, I've never seen it on Netflix. Oh, mm, fuck me. Watch now on Prime Video. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my bad. Hmm. Oh no! Buy episodes starting at two ninety nine. Pay two ninety. I want to know that person who's like owns episode three of season two of Mad Men. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know him from a distance, though. I don't. Not not the type of like they're the first person I call on Friday, type of person. Uh, okay, so I guess, I, I wonder, is it an add-on? Because a lot of that Prime stuff is... Yeah, you have to get through. You gotta, like... I'm still riding with uh, Shudder. I'm, st- I'm still paying four ninety nine a month for Shudder. Yeah? yeah? Taking advantage of it? No, no. I'm, no. I'm watching about four movies a month. Just it's I'm, I'm glad we're still doing this show because I love watching movies but i can tell you and it feels like it's been longer just because you know it always feels longer when you're going through it but i i just feel like i would have not watched a single 
movie this month and i'm i'm trying to think of tv shows i watched and i know i told you i started uh catastrophe um mm-hmm. but i you know flew through the first season of that and watched the first episode of season two like a week and a half ago and i don't know just yeah uh just i uh, i need an excuse right now but we'll see eventually one of these days, I'll have free time. It's going to be great. Yeah. One of those days. One of these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm also trying. going to plan on watching Our Planet a little bit this week. Um, okay. Uh, it's it's uh, kind of uh, like Planet Earth type thing. It's a Netflix original. <laughs> um, it's basically, you know, documentary style, you know, just kind of looking at the world as it is mm-hmm. um but uh you know all with hopefully some great footage and stuff so it's all a little preview of it so i was thinking yeah i'm gonna gonna check it out see what's happening yeah nice uh <laughs> oh oh and <laughs> one of the things i sent you that I, i'll put it up on our yes Twitter, that's Twitter what i i it Popped into my head and immediately left, and that's what I was singing my little ditty about. I was trying to remember. Sorry. Yes. Go um, ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a uh, there's a on Nat. I think yeah, Nat Geo. There's a, uh, a kind of the same thing uh, as our planet, but this is called Hostile Hostile Planet, mm-hmm. and it's all about Eli Roth and like where he gets his ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I I for one am loving it. Yes. Uh, and it, it's it's what it is is uh it's like planet earth only like the hard like what actually like the animals and stuff have to go through to actually survive it, it, not just it's shown more of the blood and guts of it more mm-hmm. than the uh uh nice pretty picture so but the opening scene and I'll, like i said i'll put it on our twitter account um i, I had you watch it right before we started it is a fascinating shot it like is crazy yeah uh, it's a it's a uh, a snow leopard going after some kind of deer, and I can't believe they got that footage. So uh, check it out on our Twitter account. I'll throw that. Yeah, it is so, pretty sweet. It was quite literally jaw dropping. So yeah, I was waiting for your expression to change and your eyes to open, and they did. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the. Uh, kind of reaction I was looking for. So it's it is um, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, check that out. Um, our Twitter is at Bruinview Pod. By the way, in case uh, in case you forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you're watching the Squid and the Whale. Yep. And I'm watching. The Silence, uh, Squid and the Whale, Amazon Silence on Netflix. Uh, for the listeners at home, if you want to wait and find out what we think about those movies, if we give them the nod, the recommend, or or don't, uh, we got you covered on the other end. Um, I'm I'm going with uh, maybe the obvious choice here, uh, but uh, Bonnie and Clyde, 1967, streaming on That's Netflix. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see the good side of it? Yeah, you want to see the fun folk hero side. (laughs) Yes. 
the glorification of of violence side come on down well i don't know if it glorifies it yeah they they yeah, get their it comeuppance it does but yeah they definitely um, get the yeah. uh the james con treatment yes actually this oh, is yeah. this predates the godfather so never mind yeah but yes very very similar in uh endings yeah uh, but spoiler alert mm-hmm. uh yeah haven't seen that movie in i bet you it's been 30 years all right it's been it's been at least a decade for me it's getting yeah. it's getting to be that time where it's like 10 10 years going by is like yeah i guess that was 10 years ago neat fun party on wayne and party on yes. garth uh for me a movie i talked about a while ago um for some stupid reason but it's now streaming on um on on uh, amazon uh is bringing out the dead uh, uh from 1999 scorsese uh, one of his lesser-known films. I don't think people even ever talk about this, but it stars Nicolas Cage, John Goodman, Patricia Arquette. Uh, Vig Rames is in this. Uh, Tom Sizemore, big role in it. And Mark Anthony, pretty big role. So uh, a very, it's about an um, uh, ambulance driver in Hell's Kitchen. Mm. And uh, uh, very frenetic feels pretty dated it feels more like an 80s movie than it does uh a 90 like a late 90s movie like mm-hmm. he like this is so it, it's a weird watch man uh but check it out if you can uh i i really like i i re- went back and rewatched it here within the last year and i still uh, there's still some good parts in it um uh a, a subdued nicholas cage uh, which is is few and far between. Yes. Yeah. So, but uh, but frenetic at times as well too. So, uh, but he, this is one of my my more favorite roles of his. Nice. All right. Uh, <laughs> and you said that's on Amazon Prime. That's right. Nice. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. I know you're busy with uh with baseball and all that. Yeah. Um not a lot of not a lot of movie watching this week for you. No. Yeah. No. And you know, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause I think there was, you know, a couple weeks there in the wintertime where I was just, just holding up whenever it was dark out and just watching movies and Yeah, just crushing them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna and we got some stuff going on here in a couple weeks coming ahead, so we're gonna try to to double up on some episodes. So if we're, it's gonna, it'll, hopefully we get everything something out every week. If not, please forgive us, and hopefully yes. you guys are still enjoying the show. If there's anything we can do better, fuck off. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. No, if there's anything we can do better, please let us know. We'd like yeah. to hear from you. Yeah, um, yep. you can uh, get in touch with us on on Twitter, as I mentioned earlier, at Bruinview Pod. Um, if you want to email us, BruinviewPod at gmail dot com. Um, those are the best best ways to reach us. Let us know your thoughts. Maybe anyone else out there watch Highwaymen yet? Um, and just yeah, what what are you thinking in general? It doesn't have to be about movies. We'll we'll mm-hmm. talk. We'll talk to you. That's we right. like you. Um, we don't care what they say about you. 
Yeah, I yeah, we don't care. Yeah, it's not a big deal. No. Nah. So yeah, um, till next week, I guess. Cause mm-hmm. uh, and have a good week. Watch some movies. Tell us what you're watching. And uh, yeah, we'll see ya. I was a highwayman along the coach roads I did ride with sword and pistol by my side. Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade. Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade. The bastards hung me in the spring of 25. But I am still alive I was a sailor I was born upon the tide With the sea I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow and when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed. But I am living still. I was a dam builder across a river deep and wide. Where steel and water did collide. A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado. I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound But I'm still around I'll always be around, around